0: previous Rebbe in 1939, Tovresh Tzadik Tes on Lach Eimer discussed the fact that so many Jews go to Miron, and many of them are not even observant. They don't keep Shabbos, don't put on tefillin yet they insist on being by the Rashbi, Rabbi Shimon BaYochai, in Miron on that special day. And he said that if Rabbi Levi Yitzhak Rabbaditshev were to see this, he would have turned this into a beautiful chandelier. That means he would have looked at this strange phenomenon that Jews that don't keep Shabbos or Kashris or Tefillin want to be close to this great tzaddik, Rabbi Shimon Yochai, on his day, and he would have made this into something beautiful. And the previous Rebbe proceeded to say that Reblevi Ditcheva had a, a rare gift. That not only did he speak nicely and positively about everyone, he was able to interpret every situation, even a very negative one, and interpret it in, the, in a positive way. But he was also able to affect a change deep inside the heart of that individual. And uh, the previous have explained how he did this. He said, every person has good and bad inside of them. Sometimes there's a person that the bad, the evil is more dominant. Rebbe Vizobad was able to look inside the good of the person. That hidden suppressed good was able to gaze at the person through the lens of that good and by looking at the person through the good that's inside of them he gave that goodness extra strength and power and he empowered the person to be able to prevail the good side over the bad side and that's how he effected a change in people's hearts and he told the story which he said comes in two versions, there's the story the way it's conventionally told by the Welt, by the world which is incorrect he said and there is this, the true version of the story, the true story the way it was told by a grandson of Rabbi Yitzchak Baraditchever who happened to be married to the daughter of the Le'yad Rebbe this is the son of the Tzemach Tzedek. and that grandson was also called Levi Yitzchak after his grandfather and in his family, there was a tradition of that story that is uh, the more accurate one. And he told both versions of the story. The story is that Reb Levitz-Badishever, this is the way the Welt, the world, tells the story. Reb levitz walked down the street in Badishev and he met a Jew who he calls an apikurus, a heretic, a rebel, didn't keep mitzvahs. And Rebbe Levis Badishev, called him by his name and said, Yankel, I'm envious of you. Yankel, being quite astounded, asked Rebbe, Why are you envious of me? I'm such a sinner. And the Rebbe said to him, Because it's exactly because you have so many sins that I'm envious of you. Because if you did shuva, all these sins will become mitzvahs. So you have such a great opportunity to transform such negative forces in your life and make them into something so positive. So the uh, heretic said back to the Rebbe Yitzchak and said, Rebbe, if you come back in a couple of days from now, you'll have reason to be more envious of me. Because I have committed a few more sins. He said it a little bit in a derisive way, in a mocking way. This is the way the world tells the story, that Rebbe Yitzchak was clearly ineffective. But the way the story truly happened, is the way his grandson would tell it, is that Rebbe Yitzhak went down the street and met Yankel. Yankel was a heretic, a rebel, and he said to him, I'm envious of you. And he asked Rebbe, why are you envious of me? And he said, because if you did Shuva, your shuva would be extremely powerful because all these averas you will be transforming into mitzvahs will amount to an incredible force of good, something that I cannot do. So I'm envious of you. And he said to him, "Yankel, do tshuva. And he gave him right on the spot a way to do tshuva. And he told him simply to be just regretful of the past and resolve for the future, never to repeat those sins again. And to just start practicing mitzvahs, tefillin, Shabbos, a fairly, relatively easy way to rectify the past. So Yankel answered and said, Rebbe, if you, in a couple of days, if you come back to me, then you'll have more reason to be envious of me. He said it not in a sarcastic way but he was quite touched by what Rebbe Levi told him, which means he really felt deep inside a desire to do tshuva, but there was the other side in him that was still very strong and wanted to indulge and wallow in all the temptations of the world. And he said to Rebbe Levi why can't I just a few more days indulge in my decadent life and then I'll do tshuva? Rabbi Levi said to him, we have a rule in the Talmud that somebody who says, let me commit a few sins and then I'll do tshuva. Such a person will end up not doing tshuva, will not end up doing tshuva. speaking by from the heavens. They will obstruct the pathway of tshuva for such a person. Why? because that person is using chuva as an excuse to sin if the option of chuva did not exist as a remedy he wouldn't have sinned he's obviously concerned about the uh, outcome of sin but he realizes oh i have a way of having the best of both worlds i can enjoy the decadent uh, hedonistic life and then i'll do chuva and i'll be fine so he's using chuva as an excuse to sin uh, that's not what chuva was meant for. So Rabbi Yitzhak said to him, what you're doing, or what you would like to do, is exactly this. You want to indulge a few more days in your sins, and then you'll do Tshuva. Well, then you're sabotaging your Tshuva. And he said to him, "Yankel, think about it and get back to me. And Yankel left and came back to Rabbi Yitzhak a few moments later, says Rebbe I want to do tshuva and he became about tshuva and the previous Rebbe says that he became one of the greatest Torah scholars in Bardichev. that's the story